Elvis Grinch on the radio. It's a collaborative art audio and project where we share stories, songs, and jokes, interview friends, and community members of the world. And I should be Jennifer is a wonderful person. She is an art therapy student. She used to live in New York and work with C-Doc Theodore. She recently from Maine and she hopes to work there once she gets her degree. Welcome to the Spin On Radio Show, Jennifer. And this is a, a question of your background of a career. Like, where you, where you originally from and what you do now for a career as well. Mm-hmm. And then Kim is going for us because she's leaving early. Okay. okay. Hi, everybody. Thank you. The first question I, I have is, do you do any fiber art? Do I do any fiber art? Yes. No, I, you know, I don't really do too much fiber art. It's not one of the things that I have studied as of yet. I mostly have a background in theater and visual arts, but also improv and dance, a little bit of music. But fiber art is on the horizon, it looks like. That question I have, what do you like to draw with? What do I like to draw with? Yes. When... When I draw or when I'm creating visual art, I'm usually doing that with paint. So, <clears throat> sorry, most of the time I'm painting or I really like to use my iPad. And okay. work, uh, what kind of iPad do you have? Um, a 12 inch pro. Oh, the new one, okay. <laughs> Yeah. It's really nice. I like it because you don't end up wasting um, canvas or paint. Yes. Okay, the next question is, do you sing or make music? Do I make music? <clears throat> so I own a guitar. And during the pandemic, I started taking guitar lessons online. Okay. But since I started grad school, I haven't had much time for the guitar. So the answer is sort of. I sort of make music. Okay. Was it hard to do the music from a teacher online? You know what? No, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I really enjoyed because doing it online. For me, it feels hard for me because I'm not a good reader. So for me, I like to have so many who's in the room with me and teach me them you know, because I'm a good learner. I, I learn things now. Sometimes it's too hard for me to, to have somebody on computer teach me things you now. Yeah, I could see where that would be difficult. Like if I were trying to learn the piano online, that would be yeah. very difficult for me. Because one year I got guitar for my birthday for my nieces and nephews. And... And uh, why you won't learn it, but it's very difficult to, to learn now. Yeah, it is difficult to learn. I have to say I'm not so great at the rhythm part. No, because I watch a lot of YouTubes and mm-hmm. on Facebook, there's a lot of, you know, stories by people, like young people, like who, who goes up there and play guitar at a very young age, can read it right. 
but they can play guitar. So if they can do it, so can I, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. And, yeah. So the next question I have is, do you think it's hard for people to open up through art? Oh, wow. That's a such a profound question. Do I think it's hard for people to open up through art? Um, I think that sometimes it's, that in certain cases it can be easier for people to really tell their story and tell their truth using mm -hmm. art and using, uh, you know, visual art, theater or music because sometimes we're not ready to tell our stories directly. So yes. it could be easier to tell your story with paint or with images or with sounds or movement. So, so how did you get um, into doing that kind of stuff, like art therapy? So I spent many years in New York City yeah. um, being, you know, working in theater and learning different art forms. And when the pandemic hit, it, it closed, uh, not just New York City, but the world. And yeah. it closed all the theaters. And so I had to ask myself, you know, what can I do with my skill sets to help people? And some of the most inspiring people in the city were the first responders and the doctors and the nurses who were taking care of everyone, right? But they were suffering um, from the stress of it. And they needed therapists and people who they could talk to and different ways of expressing themselves that made them feel better. And I realized that I could learn to do that. I could be, I could help the people who were responding to the needs of the world. So, um, so you just, you just tell the, the, the fair came to rain, do you give them a piece of paper and you give them some paint or do, do, do you have the folks choose what they want to do? Um, that's a that's a really good question. Like right now, I'm I'm in the middle of exploring all of this even for myself. So the answer to your question is, you know, hopefully I will have a skill set where when people come to me, they'll get to to choose how they want to express themselves. And I will be well versed enough in enough art forms that we'll be able to do that work together in whatever form suits that person. So so I know some strong companies when I pay for therapy because they say it's not, you know? So mm -hmm. if somebody really needs to go to talk to me, like another person, would you um, try to help them, you know, pay for their therapy, try to work something out for them if the insurance company doesn't pay for it? That's, that's a really interesting question. My goal is to be able to have what they call a sliding scale system where I will be allowed to do pro bono work in some cases. That's the, that's the goal, right? To be yeah. able to provide care for all people universally. Yeah. Where are you originally from? Where am I originally from? Here, Portland, Maine. How long did you live in New York? I lived in New York City for 21 years. Where do you live now? I live in Westbrook, Maine with my sister. 
Why did you stop working with your acting group? Oh, that's a really great question. So my the name of my acting group is Sea Dog Theater, and you can still look them up because they're back now and better than ever. They're at seadogtheater.org. Uh, and I left in 2020 when we had to close for the pandemic and we couldn't make any theater at that point in time. Do you have a plan of where you be on stage? Do I have a plan for the next time? Like the next time I'll be on stage? Yes. Oh man. I wish I had a plan for the next time I'd be on stage. You know, I really wish that right now I'm just doing the, the therapy work, but it'll happen, Justin. I don't have a plan for it right now, but it'll happen. Okay. What place have you been in? What plays have I been in? So I haven't been in a play for a very long time, but um, through Sea Dog, we created a lot of our own work. Um, and the last play we did was a play about Viktor Frankl, um, or rather the last play we did while I was there was a play about uh, Viktor Frankl. Um, you know, if the, if the question is like favorite characters that I've ever gotten to play, then I would have to say it's Harper from Angels in America or Little Red from Into the Woods. You know that play? I own the film, by the way. Oh, you do? It's a I great film. film. I own the program and everything. But not <laughs> Have you ever directed a play? Uh, yeah, I have. So... I got to assist and direct a play in which I got to do a lot of directing because the, ma- the main director was out of town um, called Danny in the Deep Blue Sea with Sea Dog Theater. And it was one of our first productions, first full productions. And it was an incredible opportunity. Um, and I learned a lot. What was your favorite role? Oh, what was my favorite role? Well, I I think I sort of answered that, but I'll go back and talk about it a little more. Um, I think the reason that I chose Little Red as one of my favorite characters and that I chose Harper as one of my favorite characters is because they're both kind of people who um, have lived on the outside of, of sort of like the major mainstream culture and they sort of had to learn um, and they both sort of go on quests to (laughs) experience, uh, you know, healing and interpersonal relationships. And they're also fantastical. There's an element of imagination involved with both women. Why are you interested in art therapy instead of talk therapy? Why am I interested in art therapy instead of talk therapy? Well, I, I like art therapy because it includes talk therapy. You do them together. Um, and especially drama therapy because it utilizes the body the, and the voice and the mind. 
Um, how long does it take to become an art therapist? That's a great question. So in the state of Maine, you can't practice art therapy. You have to practice um, under the LCPC license and that only takes two years to three years to get. Um, but to become an art therapist, I will eventually need three years of education. Do you keep the drawings that you work on with clients? Ooh, an ethics question. So the answer is yes, I can keep, I can keep the art. Uh, however, it goes in a special folder that only myself and the client have access to, unless the client wants to take it home. How much does an art therapist charge for a session? Whew. Nuts and bolts of it all. Okay, so art therapy under the LCPC license in the state of Maine can be anywhere between $53 an hour and $225 an hour, depending on, you know, the art therapist or the therapist. If someone can't afford it, what happens? Great question again. Um, if someone can't afford it, what happens? Here's what I'll, here's my ideal situation. Here's what I want to have happen. This is how we want to change the world one step at a time together, right? We want to make it so that everybody has ac access to mental health care. So the goal is to make sure that when people can't afford it, we find a way that they can afford it. And for me, ideally, that would look like a sliding scale in which I could do pro bono work and still afford my life. <laughs> All right. Do you do internships for school? Yes, we do. Um, I will be starting my practicum, which is the first part of an internship. And I will be working with Spurwing School here in the state of Maine in Portland. And I will be working in their ACT program, which focuses on people experiencing homelessness. When you finish school, where will you practice? Oh, another doozy of a question. You guys are good. Um, where will I practice? So hopefully I will, I will be practicing here in the state of Maine. Um, and hopefully I will also be continuing a little bit of school so that I can get that um, art therapy license in other places. Those are all the questions I have. Okay, thank you, Matthew. I have one question. Um, you say you're gonna work with people, feel spurric, homeless people. So what are you gonna, um, so what are you gonna ask, what kind of question are you gonna ask them? Yeah, you know. Oh, I don't know, I'm excited to find out. I actually don't know the answer to that yet, Kim, but I imagine it's a lot like other intake questions where I'm going to be very curious about their lives and who they are and how they experience the world. So, so the company is going to pay you to, to go there and work there or your internship going to pay you to work there? No, ma'am. That is not how it works in the state of Maine. Not yet. Uh, no, we work okay. for free. All right. So, um, so if somebody 
Say you went to spur work and one of the clients liked you, right? And says, you're a nice person and say, I, say you came to their right? And I was homeless. And yes. I said to you, well, I tried to, I think you're very good at the job, you know, mm -hmm. and I want to keep going, but I can't afford because I'm homeless. So what do you do then? Well, the interesting thing is I will learn all about Spurwink systems because I believe they are not charged for services um, through Spurwink. Um, so I think there must be some sort of agreement with the state, right? Because we should all have access to health care. Because there's, there's a reason why people are at home. It's not because they want to be, because they might be abused. The family didn't want them anymore, and they had to leave because the family didn't belong, you know, and they was, you know, some, there's, there must be somehow, some way people, why the home is known for, so. Yeah, Kim, that's an incredibly compassionate and aware observation. Yeah, because. It's very we, true. So how many, how many years do you have to go for um, art therapy, they say? Well, it depends. I mean, <clears throat> also maintaining your license in the state of Maine as a therapist, you need to yeah. do 55 hours every two years. It means you're always in school. It means you're always learning. Yeah. So I will get the opportunity to continue to learn for the rest of my life in order to add to my practice. So there may be all kinds of art in my future for me and my clients, but I'm, I'm really hopeful that it will all come under the umbrella of like, theater therapy. Yeah. So that's the end of the podcast, by the way. Thanks for coming on. And Thanks, Sarah. Justin. You're welcome. Okay, everybody, thank Thanks, you so much. It was wonderful to meet thank everyone. You. Bye. Bye-bye.